So when you hear the words retirement and social security, uh, old people wake up from their naps and they turn up their hearing aids. But you young people, uh, you usually tune out because retirement uh, it doesn't matter to you, but it does. The government takes 6.2% of every check and they put it in a bucket to pay old people when they retire. Uh, the problem is, is that experts say that bucket's going to be empty by the time you get to retirement age. So young people, you should be concerned. And is there anything you can do about it? Well, you're going to find out in today's video. I'm Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Lawyer Up. Today we're going to be talking about social security benefits. We're going to talk about social security in general. What is it and where did it come from? And then we're going to get into specifics. How does the federal government decide and determine exactly how much you get in retirement from the government? Finally, we're going to look at the insolvency issue and the looming bankruptcy of the social security system. Is there anything that can be done about it? Well, we're going to find out in today's episode. If you enjoy the video today, hit that like button. If you want more legal information, subscribe to the channel. If you got something to say to me or a question, you can comment below. And as always, share me on social media. Now, the concept of a national insurance system to provide a living wage uh, for retirees uh, originated in Europe in the 1900s. In the United States, the concept was introduced after the Great Depression in an attempt to alleviate uh, some of the population groups that were hit hardest by the Depression. Uh, those groups included uh, the elderly, uh, children or single parent families and workers who could not find uh, any work. So as part of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's uh, New Deal in 1935, the Social Security Act was passed. And this act introduced the Social Security Retirement System as well as the concept of unemployment for unemployed workers. It also included the Aid to Dependent Children program. All of these uh, government programs were designed to basically support uh, these groups who otherwise, in certain circumstances, wouldn't be able to have a uh, wage. And the Social Security program has expanded over the years, uh, most notably in 1965 uh, when the government got into the health insurance uh, business uh, with the advent of Medicare, which is health insurance for people over 65, and Medicaid, which is health insurance for people who are at or below the poverty level. Today, the Social Security Administration also administers other programs such as TANF, which is Temporary Aid for Needy Families, the CHIP program, which is the Children's Health Insurance Program. They administer SSI, which is Supplemental Income for people who are at or below the poverty line, SSD, which is Disability Income for people who are disabled, and of course the Social Security Retirement System that we're talking about today. And in its simplest form, the retirement system is a benefit program that pays you back based upon how much money you made during your lifetime and when you decide to retire. And if you look more specifically at it, we can determine the exact amount that you will receive uh, from the federal government based upon that income and that chosen date of retirement. 
You determine that by going through five basic steps. So when we're talking about how are my uh, social security retirement benefits calculated, uh, the first step is to calculate your lifetime inflation adjusted earnings. So there's a lot to that and we'll break it down. We're gonna look at your entire lifetime worth of earnings. And then they're going to be in each year in the past adjusted for inflation. Uh, the Social Security Administration calls this indexing. Uh, so when you hear me say uh, indexing today, I'm just talking about numbers that have been adjusted upward to count for inflation. So here's how they do it. They have a chart and it has every year of your earnings. Some people will have 40 or more years uh, of earnings on this chart. And basically the numbers that go into the chart correspond to the year and then however much you paid on your tax returns or reported on your tax returns as your gross wages. From there, the Social Security Administration will adjust each year uh, to account for essentially uh, cost of living increases or inflation. Uh, you've heard the saying that a dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. Uh, you used to be able to buy a gallon of gasoline for a quarter and now it takes a few dollars. Uh, $20,000 uh, as a yearly wage in 1973 was pretty good money. Today, that would be basically at the poverty level. So a dollar does not go as far as it used to. And the concept that everything costs more is the idea of inflation. So when they are calculating and looking at your wages, uh, in order to be able to compare apples to apples, essentially there has to be an adjustment to the wages you made years and years ago, uh, adjusted upwards so that it reflects today's dollars. And how the government does this is they apply a multiplier to each year. There are charts out there that have the multipliers for every year going back decades and decades. Uh, the multiplier concept makes it almost impossible for you to calculate your own social security benefits by hand because every year has a different multiplier. However, the good news is you don't have to. There is a calculator uh, on the website uh, for social security. It's at ssa.gov. Uh, and there's a calculator in there that will supply that multiplier uh, when you input your income information for you. So all of the wages you have in every year going back in your earning history is adjusted upward, uh, indexed to deal with the uh, cost of living of today. Now they adjust the wages to today's dollars at year 60. When you turn 60, that is your indexing year. So all years before that will be adjusted upward to the cost of living in that year. And then the years after that, that you might be working, they're just taken at face value or whatever you report for your actual wages in that year. So at the end of step one, they have a chart with all of the earnings you have every year indexed or adjusted upward to account for inflation. In step two, they calculate your average monthly indexed earnings. And that sounds complicated. They call it AIM, A-I-M-E, your average indexed monthly earnings. Essentially what they're just looking for is how much did you make a month under this new indexed or increased values for all of your annual earnings. And how they do that is they look at the 35 top years of your income. Uh, so they go back and you may have worked for 45 years, but they throw out the 10 lowest and they look at the top 35 years of indexed income. Uh, other people may say, well, I don't have 35 years. I spent 10 or 12 years as a homemaker and I don't have 35 years of income uh, to put into the equation. 
Uh, well, for those of you who don't have 35 years, they just insert zeros uh, until you get 35 of your top years uh, for the total amount of your lifetime uh, income adjusted earnings. From there, they divide this giant number of your lifetime indexed earnings by 420. Now that's not a random number. That's your 35 years times 12 months equals 420. So when you divide this great big number by 420, what you're left with is your aim, your average indexed monthly earnings during your lifetime. Once you have your aim, your A-I-M-E, you move on to step three to determine your actual benefits. Uh, this is called the PIA or your primary insurance amount. And this is the amount that the government will pay you at full retirement based upon your average monthly indexed earnings. So your primary insurance amount is the amount that you receive if you wait to file for social security until your full retirement age. And we'll talk about what that is here in a minute. So how you determine the actual PIA or the primary insurance amount you're going to get is that they put it through a bend formula. And that is a fancy word for telling you that for every chunk of money you earned, you get a certain percentage of that in the payment from the government for your retirement benefits. And we're just gonna use round numbers because this bend formula changes over time. But when we're talking about the amount you made on a monthly basis during your lifetime, the first $1,000 of that, you get 90% of that in payment back to you in retirement. Now, when we're talking about the next $4,000 on top of that, so the first thousands here, then we have from $1,001 up to $5,000, you only get a third of that back in your retirement benefits. And anything above $5,000, uh, you're only gonna get 15% of. And again, we're talking round numbers here, right? So if we take an example of somebody who made, uh, on average, $6,000 a month, that would be a $72,000 a year job uh, in their today's dollars. Uh, then you look at the first $1,000 uh, that they would have in their average monthly income, they would get 900 of that back in their retirement benefits. Of the next $4,000 on top of that, they would only get a third of that or about $1,350. And then of that last $1,000 above that would total the $6,000, they only get 15% of that or $150. So when you're talking about somebody with an average monthly income of $6,000, their primary insurance amount would be approximately $2,400. So that would be what somebody who made $72,000 a year uh, could expect to get from the government on a monthly basis if they waited until full retirement age to uh, cash out and start drawing social security. And that's when we turn to step four, which is determining what your full retirement age is. Now, most people say, well, everybody retires at 65, right? Well, uh, that used to be right, uh, but everybody that could uh, retire at full retirement at 65 already has. In fact, today, you either have to be 66 or 67 to retire. If you were born prior to 1960, you can retire at full retirement age at 66. But if you were born since 1960, your full retirement age is 67. And you only get this full PIA amount if you reach your full retirement age. Now you can file early. You can file as early as age 62 or receive benefits as late as age 70, but it affects the amount of insurance money that you get from the government. 
So when we talk about your actual insurance amount or the actual payment that you get, if you file early, say at age 62, it cuts your primary insurance amount by 25%. So you'll only get 75% of that amount. If you wait to your full retirement age of 66 or 67, you get that full amount that we calculated before. And obviously anywhere in between there where you decide to retire and file for social security benefits, the longer you wait, the more you get. And that's the moral of the story. So when we look back at our example that we talked about earlier, and I jotted down some numbers, the person who had uh, a basically average monthly earnings of $6,000 uh, during their lifetime, if they retired at age 62, they could expect about $1,800 a month from the government. If they waited until their full retirement age, they would get their PIA amount, the full amount of $2,400. And if they continued working and retired at age 70, they would receive $3,100 a month. Now the difference between early retirement and late retirement is almost double in the monthly benefits you would receive from the government under Social Security. So that's how Social Security benefits are calculated. If you want to be more exact about your situation, you can go to ssa.gov and enter your information into the calculator and they will spit back numbers uh, and you can toy with your own uh, average monthly income and determine whether it makes more sense for you to retire early and take the money or to continue working and maybe take late retirement. So now the final topic is social security headed for insolvency and bankruptcy. The experts tell us that the present social security system will be bankrupt and run out of money in 2033 or 34. Uh, and that's scary. That's not that far off. And people always ask why? Well, why is Social Security insolvent? And the reason is simple. When it started in 1935, there were 16 workers for every one retiree. Today, there are three retirees for every one worker. One worker can't support three retirees. And that's why it has basically become an insolvent system. So people ask, will it actually go bankrupt? And I can assure you, it will not. Unlike you and I, the federal government doesn't have to balance its budget. It can run at a deficit. They can spend more money than they bring in, and after all, they print the money, right? So if you think that the politicians are gonna let the elderly starve, and these are the elderly that do the most voting, right? If you think the politicians are gonna let that program go insolvent, you're crazy. They won't. They'll fix it. However, the problem is there's only really three ways to fix it. Uh, number one is to increase taxes or the amount of money they take from the worker, uh, decrease benefits, the amount of money they pay out uh, to the Social Security retirees, or they can just keep moving the date of retirement back. Maybe you have to be 68, maybe you have to be 69, but somehow the government will shore up funding and they'll make sure that retirees have some sort of uh, social security income from the government. So if you're a young person, what can you do? Well, I tell everybody to take advantage of your employer's retirement account if they have one. Uh, a lot of times they will match uh, any type of contribution you make and it may seem like an insignificant small amount, but if you continue to work and you continue to put money into a retirement program and your employer matches it, uh, put into the stock market in an appropriate way, it can grow exponentially over time. And little chunks of money here and there can turn into a big chunk of money later. Uh, so the best thing young people can do is plan for retirement without relying on the government. Social Security was never intended to be your sole source of retirement, and it may or may not be there. 
We think some form of Social Security will always be there, but don't rely on a young person. Start saving today for your retirement. Well, that's the episode. I hope you liked it. If you enjoyed the information, hit that like button. Uh, if you want more legal information, subscribe to the channel. If you have a question or a comment, put it in the comments below. And as always, share me on social media. I want to thank everybody for watching. My name is Joshua Roberts, and you've been watching Lawyer Up. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Dead, get me out of this.